everybody. This is Emmy and Kylie, and welcome to This Is Bullshit. Today we're going to be talking about Reddit stories again. I feel like we just need a break from the controversial topic in two episodes. Yeah. Which, by the way, I appreciate the patient on, patience on because the second half of that episode, we had the kids home, and you can kind of hear them in the background, but I assure you there was adult stepping in to help them every step of the way of them needing something, etc., just keep in mind, we are single moms, so when we have child care, our time is limited. Toddlers, they're going to toddler. Yes, and dogs are definitely going to bark and howl. That's just our household. Kind of chaotic in a good way. Um, this episode icebreaker we're going to do is going to be what, Kylie? If you were a blank, what would you be? It's so like, Emmy, if you were an insect, what kind of insect would you be? That's kind of hard because, like, I want to say butterfly. Butterflies are insects. Yeah. But could you see me as a butterfly? I don't see why not. Okay. Because I really like butterflies. (laughs) I, like, I was obsessing over the butterflies when they were coming along out front when Mm. I had my zennias out. And I was like, ooh, there's another one. Ooh. And, like, (laughs) the same two butterflies would come every day. And I know it was the same two butterflies because they both had very distinct patterns Mm -hmm. and had pictures of them. They were so cute. No blue ones this year, but definitely lots of blue dragonflies. Nice. What about you, Kylie? If you were an insect, what insect would you be? Mm. A spooter? Yeah, probably a spooter. (laughs) Particularly your own spider. Yeah, tarantulas are kind of cool though. I don't know. You know, I don't really care for sp- spiders. If it touches me, it's dead. <laughs> I've always been scared of them, even though I grew up in a house kind of in the country, so there's always spiders, and we still get spiders in this house. Oh, yeah. Listen, you watch me turn into a spider, so you know it's me. And they go eavesdrop on different places for you. I mean, the, I, I might need that in the future. So <laughs> we're going to pack you in a box, and I got a few places to ship you. So. I'm going to put you in a box, and I'm going to put that box in another box. And then I'm going to email that box to myself. And when it arrives, <laughs> smash it with a hammer. <laughs> okay, Kylie. If, you know what movie that's from? No, but it's... It's like in my brain, but I don't know what the name is. It's from the Emperor's New Groove. Oh was... yes, with Isma. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, what's another one we can do? Oh, if you were a movie, what movie would you be? Any Adam Sandler movie. Fair enough. Any Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> He's great. My dad's like DVD box collection of like the classic Adam Sandler mm-hmm. movies. Just Chef's Kiss. Newer stuff, kind of wonky, except for Hubie Halloween. I love that one. It makes me cry. It's so sweet. What about you? My first thought was Lion King. It's my all-time favorite movie. Lion King. I have another friend that is obsessed with Lion King. Or Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, that one, that'd be fun to actually be in. Right? Halloween Town would be great. Yes, yes. Okay, let's see. If you were a coffee flavor. Ooh, Easy. Caramel. Caramel. I should have known. <laughs> Every time going to scooters, getting the caramelicious. Of course, caramel. Yeah, the caramelicious is pretty good. What about you? Oh, coffee guru. Goddamn. Um, during the holiday season, I found my new one. What's that? Um, it's a mocha with caramel brulee and okay. then sugar cookie cold foam. Okay. 
It has to be a blonde ristretto shot. Extra caffeine. Extra. Always extra <coughs> caffeine, damn it. Always. <laughs> or just like a classic ice mocha. Okay. Okay. I love that Kylie sometimes will bring me home coffee. Because I know it's something she makes. And it's from her heart. And it's something different. Because most of the time I don't step out of my comfort zone unless Kylie brings it to me. <laughs> There's been a few different drinks, I think, at Starbucks that you tried for me. Like, um... Like anything chocolate with, shake and espresso. Yeah, anything with coconut I normally don't like. <laughs> I don't know what it is about coconut. The only time I will drink the coconut milk at Starbucks is if it's in the dragon drink. Okay. Or a pink drink. Yeah, and I I don't even know if I've had any of those unless you've let me try one. They're the refreshers, so I'm not sure. Yeah, like, I'm the not pink a, drink is I'm not pink. a I'm not a Starbucks girl. I actually, the the smaller coffee shop, one of the smaller coffee shops in town I went to on a little coffee date, and we gotta go because it's so good. Are you talking about Paradox? Yes. You wanna know what's really good? So I went to Galaxy Girl Coffee up at the mall in Manhattan. Okay. Delicious coffee, by the way. Yeah. Owner's great. Okay. Um, She was telling me that Paradox is named Paradox. Because it's owned by two doctors. So, pair of docs. That's funny. That is so <laughs> funny. But they had... I had this... I got, like, a vanilla honey coffee. Ooh. And there wasn't, like, additive sweetener in it. It was just sweetened with the honey. And it was so good. I thought it was going to be too bitter. You know I like my sugar oh, yeah. in my coffee. And it was so good. There's another place in town, too, I saw people talking about these Lounge. Mm-hmm. And I had a DoorDash order for there one time, too. But they were closed. So I didn't get to experience what that atmosphere is like, but mm-hmm. apparently they have really good food and coffee and drinks. So we need to have a mom date. Check I that see out too. reviews for that place online all the time. Yeah. In the um that review space. Yeah. Our area. Mm-hmm. We oh, need to. Speaking of paradox, my little sister's best friend and her ex-boyfriend worked there. I thought I recognized the one girl <laughs> that was working there. Mm-hmm. She's super sweet. There's also another place. There's a food truck. Surrey's food truck. Yeah. I had an order to go pick up, and it was wings. And we need to go get wings from Surrey. And I will fully support Surrey because that's, you know, homeboy's neighbor. And <laughs> I just, it smelled so good. Oh, you were telling me about that the other day, I think. I'm, like, addicted to wings right now. Never in my life have I ever been, like, I want bone-in chicken. Like, I'm not a, I'm a breast girl. I don't want, I'm a breast girl. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But, um, but just for some reason, I've been on a kick with chicken wings. I'm, like, oh, I want wings from Marco's. But then I smelled those wings I had to pick up from Surrey's. And I'm, like, ah. I need these. They smell so good. So chicken wing, chicken wing, hot, hot dog, dog and bologna, chicken and macaroni, chilling with my homies. I sing that to Ambrose <laughs> all the time. Okay. Are you ready to jump into these am I the asshole stories? Oh, for sure. And we judge the shit out of people because that's what we're good for. Let's see if we have um, an evil stepmother on our hands. <laughs> Been there, done that. Anyways. <laughs> So, am I the asshole for being the reason my younger siblings said no to being adopted by our stepmom? I'm 16, male, the oldest of four. My siblings are Kalia, Thea, and Dex, 13, 11, and 10, respectively. Our mom died eight years ago. Aww. Sad. Kalia and I are the only ones who remember her, and I remember her more than Cal does. But we have always shared stories of our mom with Thea and Dex. I have a bunch of photos and videos they've seen, and they do ask about her, including to our dad sometimes. 
Two years after mom died, my dad met my stepmom and married her pretty quickly, about seven-ish months later. At the time, they spoke about her adopting the four of us. I said no. There was some debate between them, and they decided to hold off until she could adopt all four of us. She was still new to me, so I found it incredibly weird to have someone offer to adopt me five months after I met them, and especially when she and my dad were both aware that I remembered mom. None of my siblings have ever called her stepmom mom. Thea and Deck call her by nickname, and Kelly calls her by her name like me. But my siblings consider her a parent, while I consider her more my dad's wife. The adoption topic never really went away, and a couple of years ago, I did some research and learned that adoption would alter my birth certificate birth certificate and I would be issued with a new one if I agreed. My stepmom's name would replace my mom's as my mother. I did a lot of research on the topic because I knew the issue would reach a boiling point eventually. I even got to a web chat with a local lawyer who knew the details of that stuff. A couple months go by, my siblings asked me why I mentioned downsides to being adopted and I told them stepmom's name would replace mom's name on our birth certificates and I did not want her to replace mom on mine. I showed them what I found. Kalia understood, and then Thea and Dex got it when we got it, or when we put it into more friendly kid terms. My dad and stepmom brought up the adoption again last week, and Dad said it would be the last time, or they would proceed with her adopting my siblings. I said, "I remember." Sorry, I said my answer remained no, and gave them a very detailed speech on why. My mom said I could always. My stepmom said I could always frame my original birth. Cert- birth certificate mm-hmm. words are hard i guess if that would make it better and people would see it but i would still be adopted and be her son i said no when they did go to my siblings they all said no and all said they didn't realize mom's name would be erased and they didn't want that my dad and stepmom tried to coax them out of their no but they all said they didn't want it and Kalia said they only ever said yes because they felt like they should not because they really wanted to be adopted My dad was furious with me and said it was all my fault I had made them change their minds. He said I robbed them of the security adoption would provide and effectively made sure they would never truly see our stepmom as mom after such a big line in the sand was drawn. Am I the asshole? First of all, sorry for the loss of your mom. That must be really hard. And I I think it's too soon. Yeah. I don't think this person's an asshole. Definitely not. Not at all. It's not like he told his siblings, don't do it because I am. He's just like, hey, here are the pros and cons. Right. This is why I'm not doing it. Right. And, you know, only five months of knowing the stepmom. Like, that just feels way too soon. <coughs> that's just weird. Like, I wouldn't want... I mean, obviously, like, I want, if um, Dustin had kids of his own, I would want them to be part of, like, my family. But, like, I wouldn't just be, like, I want to adopt them. Like, ASAP. Right. Let me adopt them. Like, that's just weird. Definitely weird. That's, like... When I was married, I wouldn't let him adopt Ambrose mm-hmm. for that same reason. Because I felt like it was too soon. Like that and it's I feel also it's not my decision to make for my child. Mm-hmm. Like later in life, if I have a partner that's, you know, like ten years down the road we're together and my son's biological father still isn't what's the word? Present present like present enough to where like it's not out of convenience or out of Mm -hmm. being nibby um yeah maybe like 10 years down the road if I'm in a long-term relationship and Ambrose like gets the concept and asks that person to you know be on their birth certificate 
then we would go through the process. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be hard. Yeah. But like Dustin, he's mentioned that he wants to adopt DJ, and but like I mean, at this point, she calls him dad. So right. I'm just like, we might as well. I mean, I'll still ask her about it later on. But. Right. Um. And it seems like a lot of the comments do, like agree that like, and they don't blame you blame this person for not wanting their mom's name mm-hmm. removed from birth birth certificate. Like that's super significant thing. Like if that's just a holding memory, you know. Um, and the dad pressuring you isn't cool. One of the kids comment said, I know he sees this as insurance that we'd be taken care of if he died or something, but he doesn't get that we have a lot of family that we're close to and who would all be willing to take us. Um, especially in the early days thinking we should be left with someone we hardly knew didn't seem like the best choice. Um, like when first asked to let her adopt me, it was no different than going into foster care because of how new she was to me and even to my dad, which, you know fair enough that is and a lot of times parents can jump into relationships and be head over heels for a person and then it not work out mm-hmm. so you know if she adopts these kids after knowing them for five months say they divorce or whatever then what then she can take dad to court for for custody for custody and then they lose access to their dad 100 percent with someone that they're still not fully comfortable with. Right. Like, none of these kids even call her mom. Right. <laughs> um, first, I think he, what, the post said he was 16? He seems really mature. Because another comment down here says, I think the issue runs really deep, but in a way that he will never work on. Dad lost mom, too, and he wants to feel like a whole family again. He also wants to feel like he's doing the best for his kids. He's feeling pretty disrespected that I'm not closer to the woman he chose to join her family and bring in as a second mom. That disrespected feeling only growing when factoring in I said no to being adopted since day one, and now even more that my siblings said no too. He's discounting the fact that even kids can know enough about their world and family and feelings to figure out that we can generally not want something that the parents' adults think best. I think he also changed a lot after mom died. He has less patience and is more prone to anger. And it's the kind of anger where he will become so bitter over this over time and probably won't give a damn about ever talking in the future. Damn. And that's on dad to that's go to therapy and learning how to grieve to be a better parent. I kind of feel for the dad in this sense, like, especially, like, the personality changes. Yeah. That kind of just comes to, like, depression and, like, loss of a loved one. And I think he's not realizing it, but I think he's trying to replace his wife too quickly mm-hmm. after she passed to try and get, like, that ideal family back that he's not realizing. He, he may not even realize how badly he's damaging his relationship with his son. Hopefully he doesn't, but that's just, like, devil's advocacy talking. And hopefully the child, you know, speaks up on it because, yeah, the dad's not realizing it, but the child's realizing it. Mm -hmm. And if the kid, you know, says something enough, maybe, you know, it doesn't damage their relationship so much, but it pushes dad to go to therapy Mm. or even family therapy. Family therapy would help, too. Yeah, for dad and all of the kids don't, no stepmom involved, but dad and all the kids. I remember vaguely, because I was three years old, when my dad and mom got divorced, we had to do family counseling. Mm -hmm. And my dad said that was probably one of the best things he did for us when we were younger. Did I have to continue therapy for the rest of my life? Yes. But, but that's other issues Therapy was just to help us as a family unit at a super young age. And I feel like a lot of families help and would benefit from that for a number of reasons, Mm -hmm. especially grieving. 
the loss of another parent. And I, when I was a kid, that was probably kind of... I don't really recall too much because I was su- super young. But mm-hmm. the way my dad talks about it, that's kind of what it was like for us. We were kind of grieving a parent because she just wasn't around. Yeah. So that's super, super... It's really just so happy, like... Not, like, happy, but positive, like, reinsurance in the comments. So there's really yeah. not much to get into. Everyone's saying the same thing. This person theorized that um, the father might be ma- might be being pressured by the stepmom behind closed doors. That's a possibility. That's very much a possibility. Mm-hmm. I would never put that on my partner. Oh, yeah. Never. Mm-mm, that's too much. Someone said... I'm guessing he quit therapy with the therapist because the par- the therapist had your back and asked him to truly listen to you instead of making you do what he wanted. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to now, but you might need a therapist in the future to help process all this and set boundaries with your dad. And the person said, yes, the therapist told them pushing adoption is never a good way to proceed. They said the only way for adoption... To be ethical and truly successful is for every party involved to want it. So I guess I can't really see the comment, but it definitely sounds like dad tried family therapy, but then didn't like what the therapist said because it wasn't agreeing with what dad wanted. Yep. Yep. And that does happen a lot when it people does. aren't ready to accept the truth. This is why I want to do child psychology or adolescent psychology so I could help with situations like this. Very beneficial. Someone needs to listen to those kids. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of great therapists out there now who are listening to those kids. But we definitely need more. And that's all that I really can say about that. I really hope that those children get the help that they need via therapy and their dad actually listens. Hopefully he does end up listening. But that um, post was removed and the count was suspended. So we won't know anything oh. further on the situation thankfully mm-hmm. rare reddit.com exists that keeps all the posts archived anyways <laughs> but no one else can add any other replies or anything am i the asshole for explaining to a man who refused to mind his business what happens in graphic detail what happens if i drink regular cow's milk in my latte oh god <laughs> I mean, this either this might be a not the asshole or everyone sucks right off the bat um I had some tests to have run at my local hospital today, and the hospital is a coffee place. It isn't Starbucks, but it's a local place that has a few locations in my area. When I was done with all my medical stuff, I decided to treat myself to a coffee. I got in a long line behind man that I noticed kept wondering about something. I noticed every time someone in front of him ordered a coffee with some sort of plant milk, he would mutter louder. Finally, he was up to order. He looked around and loudly said, I want a regular drip coffee with real milk. Not this frou-frou BS that everyone drinks these days. Not everybody likes cow's milk, my dude. The barista rolled her eyes and got his coffee. He was standing near, nearby messing with his drink or something. I ordered a latte with oat milk. I was kind of waiting for him to say something, but I wasn't officially instigating because I always get oat milk. Honestly, I didn't even know oat milk was a thing until really? I started working at Starbucks two years ago. I was like, what the hell is this? I don't know. I tried it. I really don't like the consistency of it. It's Mm. just weird for me. Tastes good. I just don't like it. 
I love my almond milk, and almond every time milk is great. and every time I go to Scooters, I'll ask them to put almond milk in it instead of whole milk, and then they'll be like, "Well, do you still want whipped cream?" I was like, "Yes, I still want the whipped cream." <laughs> I once was asked if I still wanted the foam or made sure that it was okay for me to have foam. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm not like lactose intolerant or anything. I just like the flavor better." Yeah, that's the thing I always tell them. <laughs> They've been switching up employees a lot lately, so yeah, no one remembers my car or my order. <laughs> it makes me sad, but hopefully they get a hang of it. All right. The guy looks at me and says, you know, that's not milk, right? I said, yeah, I know. And then he says, it won't kill you to drink regular milk, right? It's good for you. Now, here's where I might be the asshole. I said, yeah, it won't kill me, but I don't want a Hershey squirt all the way home. I don't want to ship myself from now until there's nothing left in my stomach. So if you don't mind, I will take my oat milk latte and not ship myself. Thanks. The guy threw his coffee and left. The barista was in shock. (laughs) Bro, if I had a customer interaction like that, or if I was witness to it, I would be giving that customer a high five. Like, Well, yeah, because it wasn't that guy's place to say anything about what a person ordered. Like, do you work here? Are you making my drink, (laughs) sir? No, you're not. Now, I feel bad, and my husband said it was kind of uncalled for, but he also laughed so hard when I told him. I get so annoyed when people decide, sorry, mid-yawn. I get so annoyed when people decide they have some out-of-pocket thing to say to me. Like, mind your business, bro. (laughs) (laughs) My attitude with people lately on that stuff when they do that to me in Mm -hmm. stores, I literally, like, death glare them. Some, it's just, I can't do it anymore. Uh Mind your business. I don't understand. We're not friends. Why are you talking to me? I've never seen you before in my life. Why are you commenting on the fact of what kind of milk I drink in my damn coffee? Right? Get your own coffee. And worry about your own damn coffee. Like, the only time I will tell somebody my preference on a type of coffee is if we're out of milk at the store. So, like, we constantly run out of oat milk because of how popular it is among customers. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, can I get the brown sugar shake and espresso? I'm like, yeah, you can. I just don't have oat milk, but I have almond, coconut, or soy as other non-dairies. And like, oh, well, what do you prefer? And I'm right. like, I prefer almond milk right. or whole milk. Others prefer soy. And they're just like, we'll do whatever then. So, like, that's like, honestly the only time I'll, I'll say something. But this person is glorious. I don't think they're the asshole at all. They're Dude definitely wanted not. an answer. He, he wanted to be a smart ass. And then he got his answer. Like, if you didn't really want an answer to the question, you shouldn't have fucking asked it. Right. And then just to be so derogatory about it, it's not going to kill you. It, it may not it kill me personally, though. but it's going to kill my stomach. Some people with IBS can't handle that shit either. Mm-hmm. And that will kill them. <laughs> I mean, if they have a milk allergy, it can't be fatal, though. Yeah. Me and our, our lactose-free milk. <laughs> Poor Ambrose. <laughs> oh, man. This person commented, even with lactate pills, I need to take a gas X pill. Otherwise, I'll be letting off weapons-grade farts that would absolutely be classified as a biohazard. Is that how you feel when I eat sour cream? <clears throat> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Like that like that one day, the last time we had it, and I was walking into the kitchen, you just let one rip. I'm just looking at you. I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm sleeping was, with the door closed tonight. It was literally, it lasted literally like a minute long. And it I was like, did. I'm like, I can't help it. And I can feel, because like when you got a bunch of gas, like your stomach's like bloated and pushing out. And I could like feel my stomach deflate. I'm like, uh, no more pressure in my belly. Just the awkward eye contact for that entire minute. 
And it's your fault for standing in the hallway while I was letting one rip. I thought she was going upstairs. I just heard it. I kind of just stopped. I was like, what the fuck? You got to remember, Kylie, I grew up in a house full of boys. Yeah. So letting them rip the loudest one won. So, like, same thing with burps. I, I don't care. My na- it's funny. My Nana would be like, go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, but Dad doesn't care. He's normally, like, trying to fart on us to be silly and tell us he's going to give his fucking pink eye and fart on our pillows. Like, oh God, that's gross. <laughs> but that's what happens when you're raised around all boys. Brennan. Well, yeah, guys, mind your business and you won't get graphic details about the Hershey squirts. It's actually kind of heartbreaking that I, when I read it the other day. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Am I the asshole for getting upset when my mom told me that being disabled is my own fault? What the fuck? Just wait. It, get, it gets worse, Em. I, female 18, was run over by a car when I was six. I was in a coma for a month, and one of my legs were crushed beyond repair and had to be amputated. While I was unconscious, my parents couldn't stop arguing each blaming the other, saying the other was supposed to be looking after me. I woke up to discover my leg missing and my parents separated. They later got divorced. Oh, my God. That's a lot of trauma. Yeah, for a fucking six-year-old. All within a fucking month of Mm -hmm. a coma. My mom had primary custody of us, but we only got to see our dad every other weekend. I have two brothers, aged four and seven at the time. They both blamed me for the divorce, Though as they got over the shock, they realized it was unfair and apologized to me. I discovered recently that my mom has constantly, has continued to secretly blame me. I have a prosthetic leg and with it I am able to be independent, including taking the public bus to school by myself. On the journey to school in the morning, it's always very busy and some people have to stand. Most people take this bus every day and know me and someone always offers me their seat if there are none available when I get on. I can't stand because it's hard for me to keep balance. This morning, there was an empty seat in the section reserved for disabled and elderly people, so I took it. The lady I sat down next to, she looked to be in her late 50s maybe, told me that I shouldn't be sitting there, that I was young and healthy, so I should stand. Also, her friend was getting on in a few stops, and she was an old lady who deserved the seat more than me. I chose not to dignify her with a response, though my younger brother and some kids from my school who... who who hurt her for trying to tell her that I didn't need it. Her friend got on the bus and the lady told me to get up. I didn't move. My schoolmates continued to tell her I needed it and my brother told me to lift up my trousers so she would see. I told him I wouldn't. This was, sadly, not the first time I was harassed on public transport and I was done with this BS. I know I have a right to stay in that seat and not everyone is able to visually prove their disability so I refuse to do so. Good on you. Like, it's none of their business anyways. Especially for... Well, I guess she's 18 at this point. Mm -hmm. But still smart on her part. Yeah. When I told the story... Oh, wait. Sorry. The bus driver got involved and told her to stop harassing me or she would have to get off. She would not, so the driver made her get off. Her friend was not made to get off. She listened to my schoolmates and tried to calm her friend down. When I told the story to my mom, she said I was rude, that I should have given up my seat, and said that I wasn't born with my disability. I ended up like this because I was stupid and reckless. It is true that I ran into the road without looking. The driver of the car couldn't stop. It wasn't his fault. He waited with me until an ambulance came and even wrapped his jumper around my wound to stop the bleeding. I was unconscious for this, but witnesses saw it. It was my fault, but I was also six years old, and I think I've been punished enough. At six years old, like, you're still... You're still too young to learn, like, right and wrong. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't, quote, know. No. 
to stay on the grass or like not run into the road. But, but the like, impulse, impulse control of a six-year-old. It's almost it's worse than a toddler sometimes. Yes, yes, it is. Especially developmentally, like, that's crazy. I couldn't imagine blaming my kid for something like that. So it's definitely like, not your fault at all. It's definitely on like one of the parents, not one of them, both of them. Both because they them. both of them should have been watching a six-year-old. Right, and if the if you knew the six-year-old was outside, you should have been outside. I understand like some kids elope, etc. And at that point, it's not necessarily the parents' fault. Because, you know, you could be in the bathroom for two minutes and something happened. But, like, come on. Mm. It's like, honestly, sometimes I get annoyed coming home and having to wait for you to open the door. But, like, at the same time, I know you it's for know. safety. Yeah, because Ambrose, my son Ambrose has autism. And he has elopement. And if you don't know what elopement means, it, it means that a child will, will run away. Will run away. And they have no recognition of, like, danger to a sense, like, my son doesn't understand if he doesn't stay near mommy, he could get hurt. And yeah. he will chase cars like a dog. He knows how to open a deadbolt, so we had to get, um... Like, top hotel locks on the doors mm-hmm. that he can't reach. So, like I said, sometimes it's kind of annoying having to wait, but, like, at the same time, it's for safety for the kids. Right. So, like... Right. And sometimes I don't want to stay up until you come home from whatever you have for the day, but, like... We got to make sure that top lock's locked because mm-hmm. if he gets up in the middle of the night and he opens the door, that's my worst fear in the world. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's, I mean, if I know I'm going to be out late, I, I do we have somewhere commun- else to go. Yeah, but we so, always like, communicate. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I forget if I'm, like, super late to be like, oh, shit, maybe I'll just stay over at his house tonight. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More of a drive for me, but I should have been home at a decent time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My mom kept on going. It was like a floodgate had opened. She told me if I hadn't been so stupid, I would still have a leg and she would still have a husband. Now, I felt guilty over the years and thought the same thing to myself. Then I'd reassure myself that no one else blames me. My brothers only did because they were young and in shock. Dad even said so himself that the divorce was none of us kids' fault. I just couldn't believe that I had actually heard those words come out of her mouth. Mom immediately clamped her hand over her mouth. Then she started apologizing and said she didn't mean it. I didn't want to listen to her apologies. I was very hurt by what she had told me. I went to my room crying and decided I didn't want to be here. So I packed my suitcase and called my dad. He told me he'd be right there. After I finished packing, I heard her shout. I heard shouting. So I went to the front door where dad was really laying into mom. Mom was crying. When she saw my suitcase, she told me I couldn't just leave, but I told her I'm 18 and can do as I wish. I'm at my dad's house now, and now that I've calmed down, I feel pretty rotten about making my mom cry and then just walking out on her. Am I the asshole? Hell no. Absolutely not. Your mom needs to understand that all of her problems aren't your fault. And that just is what it seems like mom's doing. I think she's feeling guilt for not having close eyes on a child. And so, like, in that point, it's very easy to blame mm-hmm. said child. Yeah. But, like, no, mom needs therapy, as this top comment says. She's the adult, you're the child. Her actions were extremely shitty. It sucks that you upset her, but sometimes people need to be called out when they do shitty things. Facts. Well, she said, eventually forgave my mom for saying awful shit like that. When she put in the work and earned it, I decided to give her a second chance, and you can too. But you don't owe it to her. Look at look at a six-year-old now that you are 18. Is it their fault if they run into traffic? 
No, it's 100% on the parents. Right. I mean, like, at least the dad was, like, understanding. I mean, like, he probably felt... I can't even imagine, like, how the, I would like, feel. like, immense sense of guilt. Uh-huh. Just, I can't even imagine what would happen if, like, DJ ran into the road. Because she does all, all the, the time. time. I couldn't imagine. I would never blame her for shit. It would be my fault for not making sure she was next to me or, like, holding her tightly. Yeah, and especially on our street, we got to be super-duper careful because even though the speed limit's 10 miles per hour... I catch myself going, like, 15 all the time. I feel like <laughs> a lot of people, though, are going, like, 20, 25, 30 because, like, mm-hmm. the main streets are, like, 30 miles per hour, but it's technically a parking lot, so it's 10 miles per hour. Yeah. And they'll be flying through, like, prime out of school, and a lot of kids walk home from school, and then the school bus, and they drop them off, and then there's kids outside until dark around here, like... They need to slow down. I wish they would put up signs that visibly say, like, here's the speed limit, not just in our lease. Mm-hmm. But very scary. It says, you are six. Six. It is the damn driver's fault. Your mom is screwed up, and you likely need therapy to understand that your parents and the driver are to blame. Plain and simple. And next time, just show the leg and tell people to step off. I love to show my mangled intestines, but sadly, my disability is invisible. Not everybody wants to show off their disability, though. Like, it's really nobody's business. No, and you don't have to. That's like, when we're in public, Ambrose doesn't have a visible disability. But if you spend five minutes with him, you can tell he's not a typical Mm three-year-old. But when people are rude in public and say things to me about him or whatever, I don't have to tell them that he's autistic with learning delays. You don't have to do that. It's not... Mm -hmm. Uh, what's another word? I'm losing my marbles. Hang on. It's not their business. And people should just have a... What am I... What are the words I'm looking for? People should just have a, like, general kind of, like, not mind your business, but absolutely just mind your own fucking business. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what a person has going on, you know, so why... Why say anything? Just like when you see people in uh, mobility scooters, grocery shopping, you know, they may stand up and grab something off a shelf, and that may make you think that they they aren't qualified to use mobility scooter, but mm-hmm. maybe after five minutes of walking, they have a hard time breathing, or, or they're in a lot of physical pain, whatever. It's just, And you have me walking around campus whose feet and legs go numb constantly. It's great. I think you need to ask the doctor about that one, Kai. Oh, I actually went to the vascular clinic of a few weeks ago. I have, like, a stress echo and an, oh, yeah, um, an ultrasound, right. like, in December. OP said, according to the witnesses, he appeared to be driving within the speed limit. Um, they darted out from between two parked cars without looking, and there was no way he could have stopped in time. Yeah. I mean, like, that definitely does happen. Like, you see a kid running out after a ball. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you see a ball, you should assume there's a kid. Well, yeah. But I mean, like, still sometimes won't be able to stop on time, especially if you have poor reaction time. I'm so freaking cautious on our streets because I don't think I've ever lived in a town that has so many kids outside Mm -hmm. by themselves, like super young ones. Like, even where I'm from, there's these super young kids. (laughs) There's these super young kids. I mean, they're like preschool middle school age and they're walking with their siblings who are also elementary school age or middle school age home from school and i get it the schools are right there but like Mm. i've never experienced that i don't know to me it's like weird to see i was outside all the time as a kid though but like we lived in a relatively safer neighborhood 
we so I was outside all the time too, but we didn't live in town, uh-huh. so it felt more safe, you know. But like in town, I never saw kids out as much as I do here. Mm-hmm. So like to me, it's something new, and like I'm like extra cautious and hyper vigilant mm-hmm. because they're trying to cross the street and people won't let them cross the street. Like if I have if because if there's no crosswalk, crosswalk, you don't have to let them cross the street. Like mm-hmm. you have the right of way. But if I see a kid trying to cross the street, I'm still going to stop. I'm going to stop, and I'm going to wait. If I see an elderly person or somebody who looks like they have a hard time walking, I'm going to stop and let them cross. Like, I don't know. I just feel for these kids. And in my brain, I'm like, my kid would never walk home from a school. Never. <laughs> like, especially in a town where you got, like you know, people from all over the country live in because the base is right there. Oh, yeah. And no one knows how to fucking drive. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Texas driver. Where the fuck did you get your driver's license? Texas. Uh, we drive like that in Texas all the time. You saw it. So fucking aggressive. I can't stand it. In a place like Texas, you kind of have to be aggressive. Yeah, that's true. But here, you don't have to be aggressive like that. This is a smaller town. Yeah. Mm, this person. Why did you play in traffic? They were six and dumb, like OP said. <laughs> Lack of impulse control. Get bent. I can't imagine blaming my kid for something like that, though. Jesus Christ. I would hate myself. Like, I would literally hate myself if something happened to me like that, but I wouldn't blame my kid. Person mm-hmm. theorized the fact that OP's mother blames her daughter so irrationally leaves me to believe that OP's mother is, in fact, 100% responsible for not watching her. And is the reason for the divorce. That's honestly probably likely. Yeah. Most likely. Especially given like the such aggressive thoughts. And it's like once you say something like that you can't take it back. So it's understandable OP wanted to leave her mom's house right away. And I'm glad that like she did leave and is going to be feeling more comfortable and more safe with her dad. Mm Mm-hmm. But. Sounds like her dad was, like, a lot more supportive than anything. And I'm glad her siblings were able to come around, too. Yeah. Super How duper old did she say they were? Oh, four and seven at the time. So, yeah, at the time of being, like, four and seven, definitely, like, with the shock. And easy they to blame, like, their older not sibling. Not just a shock, but hearing mom and dad, like, fight and argue what they're listening to. Mm-hmm. And if mom's saying to the kids or near the kids that it's her fault, then, yeah, they're going to internalize that and project it. Oh, yeah. Kids are very impressionable. Definitely glad that, like, her siblings came around, though, because I couldn't imagine. I saw another one. Or I don't know if I'd be able to find it again. Unless I saved it. No, I didn't save it. That's okay. Um, but, like, this family um, didn't invite OP to their grandmother's funeral. What the fuck? Yeah. And then is gaslighting her into thinking that she was there when she knows for a fact she, she wasn't. She wasn't. Yeah. So she has, like, timestamps to prove because she was actually in town July mm-hmm. 4th. Apparently, they had, like, the ceremony and the spreading of the ashes July 8th. Nobody during the holiday said anything, anything to OP. Um, 
And now, like, the entire family, the entire town, like, her mom's friends are texting OP, telling her, why don't you just admit that you were there? I don't see why you're causing all this drama. And it's just like, what the fuck? That's how you know they know they fucked up, and they're just trying to get OP to accept blame. If some... If my... First of all, I did have a grandparent die, and then their their side of the family not tell anybody. But, like, if... Especially, like, one of my grandmothers pass away... And that happened to me. I flipped out because my grandmothers are like my mother to me, like more than a mother than my mother was, is. So like the, I hold them on like a high pedestal. If someone, if my dad didn't call me the moment Nana passed away and like didn't tell me, hey, your Nana's gone. Like I would have flipped the fuck out as soon as I found out. And I found okay, it. go ahead. It's not like a really am I the asshole story, but it's under two hot takes. So I guess it's kind of the same thing. Um, I'm in my 30s and female and caused a major blow up in my family and now none of them are talking to me. For background, my hometown is tiny, about 500 population wise. And I went two, when I went two hours away to the city, like 15,000 people for college, I loved it. I ended up staying there after graduation, got married, and I'm happy here. Have been happy here for a decade. I visit my hometown every few weeks or so, call, text my family near daily, and thought we were all good. My family's pretty small. Just my brother, mom, stepdad, dad, stepmom, and an aunt and uncle. Mom's siblings never married, no kids. My mother's grandparents moved to my home, hometown when I was in high school, and were just down the street from us. My family has always been pretty drama-free, aside from my parents' divorce when I was a kid, and we've been happy. The step-parents were blended in perfectly, and we share holidays and celebrations together. We're all super close and just in perfect little group. See, that's how you blend in step-parents to the other step-mom. <coughs> Don't adopt the kids after five months. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ever okay. since I... Ever since I moved away, the topic of when am I moving back is constant, and I've always laughed it off. My hometown has nothing. You have to drive 30 minutes for milk and bread, 60 to 90 minute one-way commutes to work, and floods shut down the main road every Easter. At least we can go down the street for milk and bread. (laughs) Yeah, here. I love the town, but I love here more. I have parks, stores, community events, and a library. Nice. The city is great. My family grumbles that I need to move back, but I refuse. I've been trying to encourage them to come here, especially since it's not an hour drive to the nearest medical facility. That would suck for me. My immune system is shh to meat and potatoes. Nice. Both my grandparents passed over COVID times. They were both old and their health had been failing for a while, and so it was only a matter of time. Thankfully, they didn't catch it, but it made visiting them impossible, and we survived mostly through FaceTime. They both passed in their sleep months apart. Both were cremated and kept securely under the kitchen sink for safekeeping while the pandemic blew over. That was 2021. Well, I just found out my family held a funeral for them and scattered the ashes in my uncle's maple grove over the summer. No one said a word to me about it. I visited numerous times before and after and not one word. I only found out because my great uncle from California posted on Facebook a few weeks ago that he is entering hospice and was so thankful his health stayed strong enough for him to see his little sister, my grandma, to her final resting place. I was confused and called my mom. She was all, yeah, the funeral we had in July, remember? Y'all, I visited them for the 4th of July. They did the funeral the 8th. Not a word about it to me. They had planned this for months, long enough to arrange for my infirm great uncle to be brought over from the other side of the country apparently they talked about it all the time 
Everyone is convinced I was at the funeral. They swear I was there. I can prove I wasn't because Google's got my location history. My hubby is baffled because he was supposedly there too, but he had to work every weekend in June and July. Time clock doesn't lie. My family straight up forgot about me. I'm hurt, I'm sad, and they're pissed at me for quote, lying. They think I'm causing drama over nothing. Nothing I say can convince them I wasn't there. My family is united in this, and they've all put me on red until I admit I'm wrong. They think I've gone nuts. Either there's a doppelganger of me attending events, or my family doesn't want to admit they screwed up. I'm not backing down. Thanksgiving is coming up, and my family's been vague posting on Facebook about forgetful kids and mental health. It's so freaking weird, and I don't know if I'm bizarro, if I'm in bizarro world, or what's going on. My mom's best friend reached out to me and said I should just admit I was wrong and apologize that I'm causing my mom so much unnecessary stress. I asked her if she's checked everyone's home for CO2, <laughs> carbon dioxide. She hung up on me. We checked our carbon dioxide and our testers were running just fine. I've reached out to a few people in my hometown to check in on my folks and they all say they're fine. I even spoke with a local volunteer firefighter group to see if they could check gas leaks. Not sure if they were able to. I don't know what to do. I've shown them proof I wasn't there, but they know I'm tech savvy and just assume I photoshopped it. Hubby says we need a break and we're going to be staying home this holiday season. I would stay home too. Holy shit. Your entire right? family and her friend and your mother's friends are trying to gaslight you. Did was there like a universe shift? Like, is this a new Mandela effect? Like maybe, you know, they were in a different version of the fucking I have no idea. I think I remember universe. I remember seeing a comment about like photos or something. One second. Okay, here we go. Um OP said, I'm sure there's pictures. My stepmom's all about her photos. She's one of the ones who lives behind a camera, but somehow she didn't take any because it would have been tacky or something of the sort. Um, I don't remember her exact reasoning for not having any. I did reach out to my great uncle to see if he had any photos, but his health is really bad. Um, and I don't know if he has access to his Facebook anymore while he's in hospice, nor do I particularly want to drag him into the drama. He deserves to have his final days be peaceful. Oh my goodness. I think there was a switch in the universe there. And, you know, they're kind of colliding. Uh-huh. That's what it seems like to me. Unless they really want to gaslight you that hard. Oh, my That's God. That's great. Right? <laughs> what this would be an interesting story. I am so um. sorry. That is... <laughs> fuck. My whole... Like, my whole... <sighs> oh, this God. person says... Um, since they're all convinced you're such a tech-savvy whiz, I'd be very tempted to bluff. Send everyone the same text. I've now seen the photos taken on the 8th. You should all be ashamed of yourselves for leaving us out and trying to pretend you didn't. We are shocked and hurt. It will really put the cat amongst the pigeons in this weird little conspiracy and someone will crack. Don't give any more details or discuss what photos you saw, even if they weren't official pics. It's very believable. Someone, everyone took private ones. Listen, that's a good idea, because I've I've done that to a couple people, tell them that I knew everything and they needed to confess, and it's worked, and I've got more information than I actually needed to know. (laughs) So, you know, do that, OP. Do that. And then come tell us. You can can find me on Instagram, at Emmy Wonders, and let me know. Let me know. So we can follow up on it. That's crazy. Let's see. The majority of the people, if pressed, would not remember you were there. Um, they just think that because no one remembers who was at a funeral. You were being gaslit by your parents. They do not want to admit their mistake. Just stay home. 
excuse me, stay home and enjoy your time. If anyone says anything, tell them you can provide proof you were geographically elsewhere. There's no reason for you to lie. Ask them for proof you were there. Photos, standing up to talk, anything, they will not be able to do so. Um, OP responded, I asked for photos. They sent me the one we took on the 4th of July a few days prior. When I pointed out the sparklers the neighborhood kids had in the background, my dad got, my stepdad got testy about it. Now they've all just stopped responding to any messages and requests for proof or my presenting of proof. So it's like, they know OP is right. They just don't want to admit it. They <laughs> refuse. God dang it. What is wrong with them? I couldn't. I have a... A, like, thing to support per se today. <clears throat> I know our, you know, since we're new, a lot of our listeners are local. And I know a lot of you guys like coffee, so if you have the chance, go ahead and try out some of our local coffee places, not just the big vendors. Um, Yo, there's so many better coffee places than Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. Literally. And I think there's only a Dunkin' in, like, Manhattan. Yeah. So, and the only time, like, I used to love... Duncan when I lived in Pennsylvania because the one across the street from my uncle Tom's house they were amazing like they would just Mm -hmm. be walking because they would walk back and forth the owners would because they would work there and they would walk past Uncle Tom's and like we'd have like a free box of fucking Dunkin Donuts like a whole box so like I loved going there always got my order right and then the one in Manhattan it just didn't taste the same and then I'm like I said I'm not a Starbucks girl I love scooters love scooters it's definitely a lot smaller than uh, Starbucks and Duncan, so fully support them. Um, they were also established the same year I was born, so that's <laughs> a cool little fun fact. Um, but or if y'all are ever in the Manhattan Town Center, check out Galaxy Girl Coffee. She roasts her own espresso beans. You're gonna have to take or me. roast. Sorry, not just espresso beans, but coffee beans in general. She roasts them herself. You're gonna have to take me there. Yes, Mom. Will you watch the kids? <laughs> Please. Shout out to Mama Cole for watching the kids for us while we record. We really appreciate her doing that. I know she loves to spend time with her grandkids anyways. Love you, Mom. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate your feedback. And if you guys have any stories you want to share or any questions and whatnot, you can um, shoot me a message on Instagram at Emmy Wonders. That's E-M-I-E-W-O-N-D-E-R-S. And you can find Kylie at... I think it's 08kittycat17. Let me double check. <laughs> we need to get you a Instagram handle that's more identifiable. Yes. Maybe to match your Twitch or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you can find Kylie at 08kittycat, K-I-T-T-Y-K-A-T-E-17. And that's on Instagram. And, of course... My TikTok is at Wonders Emmy, Snapchat at Wonders Emmy, and I will link below my link tree with other ways to support us. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.